Yuki Chords. Today on the show, I've got my friend Jordan Kerr, and we had a great chat. This is Kip interviews his friends. Hey, how are you doing? Good, how are you, man? Pretty good, pretty good. How was your day? Oh, it was uh, pretty relaxing in the grand scheme of things. How about you? Yeah, it was pretty slow, so I just, you know, clean stuff. how's how's work um how's your business going oh it's been uh it's been a pretty pretty wild time lately actually just uh we just moved into uh a new space moved moved everything out of my dining room oh that's Um, fun so i have a dining room again at my house which is really nice and now i have a place to actually go to work and i don't wake up at work that's right I like a lot. <laughs> That's a nice thing, actually. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, the commute is like you're in the exchange, right? Yeah, so it's like, it's really chill. And I was in the exchange before, uh, like, uh, everything shut down in March. So it just feels normal. <laughs> it's, uh, it's good to get that kind of, like, normal feel back a little bit. Oh. Like, wake up early and go to the exchange and make coffee. <laughs> I really miss normalcy. I'm starting yeah, starting to lose my brain. Yeah, this this came out of this whole moving moving spaces thing came at a really good time <laughs> because it was starting to especially with like winter actually becoming real in the last couple of weeks. Oh yeah. That was I've a, really really been feeling it. That was a cold one. My downstairs neighbors actually went to Canadian Tire and bought me a baseboard heater because uh, our house just can't keep up. Yeah. It's too old. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's nice. Yeah, it was kind of them. Yeah. So, I'm just going to plug you shamelessly here. What's your business? What do you do? Well, uh, I run an online uh, coffee business called Never Better Coffee. Um, and we sell coffee and coffee make supplies that we really like. And you deliver. And, and we deliver to everywhere in Winnipeg for free. That's awesome. And we usually, if it's on a weekday, we do it the same day. Wow. And you, when did you start this? Like two years ago? No, no. We actually just started in May. Um, me and my business partner were, uh, uh, at, uh, at a different coffee shop in the exchange and then it closed and then we decided that we wanted to move on and start doing our own thing um so then we started it in may and you know nine months later we moved it out of my dining room which is pretty nice well that's <laughs> awesome so things are going yeah. great yeah things have been things have been really good um we're still not like giving ourselves paychecks but <laughs> we're uh we're making making it work, and we're having a lot of fun doing it, and it feels really nice to be able to be doing your own thing and doing what you really like to do. Like, we're not just doing a business for the sake of having something to do. It's, like, because we want to be doing exactly what we're doing. Well, so it's, it's nice. That's great. I mean, it's nice to hear a good story for once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah definitely been the one the one good thing that's come out of this whole this whole weird year 
it's almost May, so that's like not even, it's like nine months yet, like you said. Wow. Yeah, exactly. It's, it feels like we started it yesterday, still, to me, honestly. Like, I, uh, every once in a while, I'll just kind of like see a picture from the spring slash summer, and it, I was like, oh yeah, I remember exactly that exact day and what I did at work that exact day because it feels like it was two days ago. <laughs> it's been that kind of year. I actually, yeah. I honestly thought you were doing it for like two years at this point already, just from like my feed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I was I was pretty heavy on because I was I was running the shop that I was at before, um, and uh, so I was plugging it a lot on social media and stuff. So that like <laughs> people's views of what I do day to day probably have to change too much. It's just <laughs> I'm a, a little bit more in control of it. <laughs> Are you still living in Wolseley? Yeah, yeah, I'm still I'm uh, on Home Street. I'm like a block block away from you. Oh, nice. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's a good neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. I've been at the, this place I'm in for like two years now, and it's really, really great. And I feel very lucky to have it. Like the first floor of a duplex, it's really nice. Is it the blue house? No, it's green on the outside. Oh. Well, I, gotta... I think I know what house it is. Yeah, it's like, I think you've been in my front yard. I might be a nosy neighbor. Like, old <laughs> Polish lady. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's like a couple times I was like having some, some folks over in the summer and we would just like hang out outside and I think you probably just waltzed past once or twice. Oh, I definitely would have. Yeah. Because yeah. that's what I do, I waltz. And yeah, like <laughs> walking, walking home from Ruby or something like that maybe. Oh, that makes sense, yeah. Yeah. How is the Ruby, by the way? How, how are you liking it there? Well, it's nice. I mean, it's my job. It's a 10-minute yeah. walk from home. Um, I think we make pretty okay food. I like it. And, um, and I don't know, there's just like four of us that work there. That's, um, a, nice, that's a nice tight crew. Yeah, it's super tight. Um, I like the folk. Everybody's really nice. Everyone's super nice. Um, I was an hour late to work today and I didn't get in trouble, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's another bonus for me, too, So I, uh, never if i'm gonna be late i just uh text my business partner i'm like hey we're gonna start things off like a little bit later today <laughs> that must be nice being your own boss yeah. it's it is pretty good it's uh, it'll be better once you know once the once the paychecks start happening again but thank the lord for some sweet sweet ei these days you know um yeah i i'm on it too <laughs> and thank the lord yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's just not enough work to do um, right yeah, now totally. for me to make any. Are you the only cook? Uh, no, there's like, there's Brian and then there's Monty, but, and I guess Van too, but mostly I'm like the guy who does all okay. the work. Okay. Don't tell yeah, Brian every, I said that. Every time, every time <laughs> I've been there, it's always been you in the kitchen, so. Yeah. One time Sarah came in um, to get a coffee, and she was like, are you always at work? <laughs> and my boss was, like, sitting right there and overheard it, and I was like, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Which was nice. Well, anyway. Uh, you know, at least it's something to keep, keep your time occupied. <laughs> I know, but, like, even, like, I got, like, I only work, like, whatever, like, three or four days a week, and, like... I have no idea what day it is sometimes. 
I wasn't doing like deliveries on a kind of set schedule, there's like a zero percent chance I'd have any concept of time. What kind of whip do you have to use the kids? Uh, it's a it's a Adam, my business partner, is it's his Nissan Rogue nice. SUV. And on Fridays, because we do, we have subscriptions that we do, so mm-hmm. people can subscribe to either do like a weekly or a bi-weekly or a monthly thing where we pick coffee for them and we bring it to them. And that's like probably half of all of the stuff that we do, and that's always on Fridays. So we, uh, I usually get a Peg City Car Co-op that I rent. And that's uh, right so close. I can, so I can pick like a nice, nice car, and it usually has like, really nice like navigation system and it like syncs with my phone so i can like have the delivery map on the dashboard and like play my play play songs loudly (laughs) that's one of the pleasures of driving it's like it's actually actually the best day of the week even though it's like by far the busiest day Mm -hmm. uh because like i'm just ripping around the city in like a brand new like minivan it's great <laughs> and then you have to clean it after though right but i guess you probably well, don't, aren't messy no, well yeah you, you you have to like not not leave it a disaster but like we're just throwing boxes in the back seat and then dropping them off at houses so there's not not really anything to do it's not like i'm chowing down in there <laughs> <laughs> no mcdicks uh do you, so like you your company, you choose the coffee for people. People don't pick the bean. You get to pick the bean. Well, for the for the subscription, yeah. Uh, people, like, we bring in certain coffees that are just for people that have a subscription. Okay. Um, and, and then we have, like, an inventory on our website that's just kind of rotating. Um, we work with a really, really amazing roaster in Montreal called Rabbit Hole. They're, like, our main partners, and we always have their coffee on the website. Cool. Um, they're they're really like transparent about their pricing and they're like they work directly with a lot of really cool uh farmers and stuff like that in or origins that like aren't super popular in specialty coffee which is really neat and they're they work directly with them and they pay really good prices for their product and stuff like that so uh we really like their stuff and it's always on always on the website but the subscriptions we bring in fun stuff that uh uh costs a little bit more um and is a little bit more adventurous um just because we like to bring fun stuff for people and that means we get to try a lot of cool stuff too that's that sounds awesome i mean yeah you get to kind of curate a bean for people to try you're like a gallery owner in a way yeah, like we, we bring in stuff from people that we're excited about. So uh, we like just to share our excitement about certain people. <laughs> so yeah, I guess that's that is yeah, we're like like an, it's like a gallery curator but for Dean. Yeah, like <laughs> making a playlist. Yeah. Or a mixtape. Yeah. Um I'm just curious, like, is this like does this come from just like South America or like Africa or just like everywhere? Oh, literally, literally everywhere. Like, uh, for example, like the main, in, like the biggest, uh, like uh, percentage of uh, cool copies that Rabbit Hole brings in is uh, are from China, actually. Really? 
which is not a super popular uh, coffee growing region, but it's uh, they're doing a lot of really great work there with up and coming farmers and stuff like that that like switched their crops to coffee from other things because uh, it's like a little bit more viable for them. Um, so there's particularly in Yunnan in China, there's like a really good, really good specialty coffee scene there, like in terms of like farms and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so China, we get coffee from obviously the popular places like Colombia and, uh, Brazil. Um, but then, you know, lots of, lots of great African coffees, um, some other funky places we've gotten them from. Uh, we've had a couple Tanzanian coffees. We've had some really, really good Mexican coffees. Um, there's like a producer in Mexico that we are both in agreement is probably our favorite coffee producer in the world. Um, Whoa. So that's, so that's really fun. Cause there's, there's so much like innovation happening with coffee production these days, like experimental methods of like drying the coffee and processing it and it's it's a whole rabbit hole that I could talk about for hours and hours. <laughs> well, I mean, it's what you like. It's what you like. Why not talk it, about it? it? Exactly. Yeah. It's it, it's truly like a never ending tunnel of knowledge that I barely scratch the surface on. <laughs> so you're getting a whole education and a geography lesson. Exactly. In yeah. this enterprise. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And it's great too because working with Adam is really great because he's he's uh, I'm convinced uh, and I think this anybody else that knows him would probably agree with me that he's like the best barista in Winnipeg and he knows so so much about coffee and I think I know a lot and then I have a conversation with him for five minutes and realize how much more about it he knows than I do well, who <laughs> so he's teaching me at the same time I mean, that's like the whole point of people is to learn from each other. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> this all sounds really great. Already I'm like learning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, do you give brewing instructions? Yeah. Um, every, every once in a while we'll like post a something on Instagram or something like that. Um, if people are ever curious about like a coffee that they get we can we definitely like like to help people out with what they're doing at home like a big reason that we started doing this is because we realized that there's not a lot of resources for people who want to make their own coffee at home like there's like a lot of a lot of places you can buy beans from but once you have the beans if you don't know what you're doing with them you're not gonna uh be able to say like oh it's worth the extra X amount of dollars I spent on these coffee beans that were like expertly produced and uh, the roaster paid a little bit of extra money for because they care about the farmers, you know. Um, you're not going to see that value if you don't know how to make it properly at home. So right. we'd like to pass that information along as much as we can. And that's why we sell like home brewing supplies and stuff like that too. That We only sell stuff that we like to use. So. so have just I just want to ask this question have you seen that movie um, I think Meryl Streep's in it it's about a girl who starts or a woman that was rude of me uh, who starts growing beans in Kenya oh I 
and and everyone was like, you can't grow coffee beans here, and then she did it. It's a pretty good movie. What's it called? Uh, it's based on a real life story about this British woman, also, um, whatever that is, colonialism, but um, I forget what it's called, but it's a great movie. It's a great film, and there's like a love story involved, too. It's just a good film. I'm a movie. I can't remember what it's called. I can Google it, though. Yeah, I'm curious, because that sounds like something I would be interested in watching. <laughs> it's, it's like a classic. It's based on a real-life story. Um, I'm going to Google it. Let's see. But, uh... Um, real-time real real time researching. Real-time researching. Um, movies. Bam. Um, not Bridges of Madison County. <laughs> Out of Africa. Okay. I think that's what it's called. Okay, I will definitely check that out. It's, it's, starring, it's starring Meryl Streep. Yeah, it's definitely Out of Africa. It's also totally on Netflix, and it's a really good film. Ooh, well, that's good to if know. you like coffee beans and love stories. Man, movie recommendations with Kevin. <laughs> yeah, I should uh, I should make this uh, like a segment on every episode. <laughs> yeah, just like find a movie that's directly related to the person that you're talking to. <laughs> yeah. No, you'll love it. I mean, if you like love stories and coffee beans and Africa. I do like, I, I really like all of those things. Speak- and, I, and I particularly like Meryl Streep, so. Well, she's talented and, yeah. and handsome. I would call her handsome, not beautiful. Yeah. yeah that's a compliment. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of Kenya, apparently the food there is terrible. No, I, I couldn't say. I, I couldn't either. <laughs> just everyone I know who's been there is like, just like, don't eat at a restaurant. <laughs> it's like bad toast or something. So? But that's well, what I've heard. I've never been there. I always wanted to go, but. Yeah. Have you ever been to Africa at all? No, I haven't been to that continent. Yeah, but me neither. People have listened to my music there, which is cool. That's really awesome. Yeah, I guess. The same. I cannot say the same. <laughs> do you, you have like? Do you have like a distributor? Like, and you can check. Like, I can check wherever anyone listens to my music. The only place I can check is on Spotify. Right. Okay. <laughs> uh, the, the coolest place that someone's listened to my band is in Stockholm. But I think that might have just been when Ella was in Stockholm. I remember when she was there because I saw it on my internet. Um, but um, it's, it's almost certain. It's almost, almost certainly that's what it was. <laughs> it's, it's... We've had other cool places, but that was the one that I looked and I was like, you guys, I sent it to the band chat and I was like, you guys, there's somebody that's listening to our music in Stockholm. And then literally up until right this very moment, I didn't put two and two together. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's, that's literally what I think every time I see where I've like been listening to and I'm like, oh, I know someone there and I just <laughs> talked to them. Like, we were just messaging. Obviously, it's them. <laughs> that's so... Like, oh my god, I'm a worldly man. I have reach. <laughs> like, oh, that's my friend that's in Europe right yeah. now. Yeah, 
from Winnipeg. (laughs) Who lives like two doors down. Yeah, it's great. I miss playing live music. God, I do. Uh, I have, like, for some reason I need need the crowd. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm the same way. It's more fun. It's more fun, yeah. Like, I, I like playing guitar by myself, but I also really like rehearsing for an event. Yeah. Yeah, I... That's, you know, uh, you can't find a musician right now in the world that wouldn't say this exact repeatable boring fact, but I really <laughs> want to play a show so bad. <laughs> I want to be the star for a day. Yeah. Even if there's like 20 people there, I still want to do it. One of my favorite shows I ever played in my whole life was at a tiny little house party in Saskatoon. And there was like, yeah, there was like 25 people there. And it oh. was... Those one are my one of my favorite shows of all time. Those are scary shows for me. Without the divide of the stage, I like just I'm just pure nerves. I can barely perform. Well, yeah, I guess I guess you're a little bit more exposed than you know. I'm in a I'm in a loud indie rock band with right. four people and drums, and you're just by you're just playing acoustic guitar. Yeah, but and, I can. I can kind of like hide in the fact that I'm not singing. I'm just playing bass. <laughs> hey, bass is the the only important instrument in a band, to be honest. Well, I I agree. You're holding it all together. <laughs> That's the the like even like tone deaf people, they like can't hear the melody, they can't hear the chords, but they can hear the rhythm of the bass and that's why they like music. Yeah. I literally yeah. worship bass players. Like not you particularly, but <laughs> but I can't play bass. I mean, I know where to put the my fingers on the frets and like strum it, but then I forget. I like I just like can't pay attention long enough to keep playing the bass right. You know what I mean? That's fair. That's fair. I, I just mean, like vice versa. I'm a I'm a pretty brutal guitar player, so. <laughs> I just want to throw in flourishes everywhere. And I'm like, that's not the bass player's job. So just don't play the bass kit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. And that, that's, the, the, it's funny because the reverse is my guitar playing. It just sounds so goddamn boring. <laughs> it probably doesn't. And it, well, and it hurts my hands because I'm not used to making chord shapes. <laughs> right. Yeah. It, it, it is. <laughs> it is hard on the hands. And this the strings feel so sharp. I always put the lightest gauges on and and if I'm playing like if I'm playing like a folk guitar I put the lightest gauges on possible but if I'm playing I just mostly play classical guitar because the strings don't hurt nice gentle nylon yeah and I like the sound of it more I like the sound of uh, classical guitar a lot I was kind of uh, I was kind of (laughs) for for the sound of a classical guitar for a long time because uh, in like uh, in middle school and high school, I took like my schools had like a, instead of band, you could choose guitar. Really? Like a guitar, like a guitar ensemble kind of thing. Like if you were a music kid, you either did band or guitar or choir. And I was in I was in guitar. 
Um, so I learned how to play music on a classical guitar. And then the first time I ever played like a, uh, like a steel string acoustic guitar, I was like, this is the best thing ever. Uh, so growing up, I always thought they were lame because it's what I learned on. Right, because everything you learn play, in school is lame. Yeah, and then I got to play like cool songs and sound like the music that I liked. And then I realized that I was just being a dweeb and classical guitar rocks. Yeah, it sounds actually sounds way better. I just it's have just, it's it's so pretty. It is pretty. I just buy. I bought a steel string just for when I have to play country music. That's it. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm just like, I could play this on a classical and it will be sound way better. Yeah. Or just more to what I like. Yeah. And I, like, I mean, another version of that is I learned how to play bass on an upright bass. And oh. I just wanted to be playing electric bass. So I played electric bass as much as I could and stopped playing upright bass. And I wish I stuck with it because it's so goddamn cool. <laughs> it is really I, cool. I have friends that are like, that have like jazz degrees and stuff like that, that they played upright bass throughout their entire education. And they still are, they're even better at electric bass than anyone else that I know. But they can also play upright bass, which is scary. A very good talent to have, I think. Well, yeah, I would hire you. Yeah. Absolutely. I actually tried to record this, like, live jazz album at 4th. Oh. <laughs> um, when, when was this? Uh, like, two or three years ago, and I had, uh, I had Joey Penner actually play the upright bass, but we didn't rehearse. We were just like, we're going to play the songs. I have the recording... But Did I book you for that? I no, I think it was Ben. It was Ben. Okay, I must have been working there at the time, though. Yeah, I, definitely. I think I remember that. But anyway, but yeah, because Ben Ben would have booked it. That was before I booked the show. So. Yeah, it was a terrible show. I mean, it was a good <laughs> show, but it was a terrible recording. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. right. So I can't release it. <laughs> I was so <laughs> so nervous. Now you just have it. Mm-hmm. It's Which is fine. Just, there's a couple there's a couple Marin things that are like we've we've done like we did like a one of those UMFM sessions. Oh yeah. Uh, and it just like it didn't come out the way that we liked to put it out. But I just have it and I listen to it every once in a while and I just remember that it was like we played really well and it was fun. It just like the recording itself just kinda came out a little wonky. Yeah, I have I have a couple UMFM sessions. Actually, this is going on UMFM. They're really nice there. They're good people. No, I'm not saying it was had anything to do with UMFM. It was just, uh, just you know, like imperfections that in a live setting would sound great, but in a recorded session really amplified kind of like small things that are like a little out of tune and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, like, I, I enjoy the performance of it a lot, um, but uh, I wouldn't put it out just because we sound like a band that is a little bit sloppy, which is what we are. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I've got a, I've got a mountain of recordings that are sloppy, and I'm 
I even have an album out that's sloppy, like, (laughs) but whatever, it's just, nobody, like, it's not that nobody cares, it's just that you'd be surprised what people like. Oh, yeah, I, uh, we, we ended up releasing one of those songs from the session, and I was actually against releasing it for the longest time, and then I showed it to, uh, Adam Pure. And he's like, why the hell wouldn't you release this? This is really fun and good. <laughs> and oh, like, oh, well, that's a tough critic, too. Adam Fuhrer's like, he's a bit of a, a particular person. Yeah, yeah. He's got a really, he's got a got a good ear for things. And so when he, he said it, it was sounding good enough to release, I was like, well, I'm just being a dweeb then. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the funny thing about recording music or recording anything really is you think that um, it's bad or because you're 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 in your critic or whatever but eventually that recording becomes the standard for what you play it like oh exactly which is yeah. really funny yeah that's that, that that was probably my favorite thing about um doing the my latest recording session which is now like that was three years ago i guess when we recorded the last thing from aaron we just kind of went into the studio with like some pretty raw songs and uh riley like riley hill did all like the production on it and he's so good he's like (laughs) he's just been working at doing this for so long that he's he must be great at at this by now and yet he just knows, like, what's going on, and, like, he had so many good, but, like, very gentle opinions, where it's like, we would record something, he's like, uh, I'm gonna just try this, and then he did, and it immediately sounded up better, and then we just, now that's how the song goes, <laughs> you know? That's, that's, like, talent. I remember, like, I don't know, like, a decade ago, when, like, Riley was just, like, starting out, um, recording engineering or whatever producing and uh he just kept doing it now he's great at it he's really good at it that's just that's like the secret to life is just keep doing it yeah well yeah i mean he he's doing all that stuff with that crazy fancy ass new studio now which is like that's the ultimate goal he's got like this huge gorgeous studio and he's the guy (laughs) isn't that awesome that's the coolest thing in the world to me yeah i'm so happy for him i haven't seen him in ages but i mean i haven't seen anyone in ages i guess it's been a year (laughs) yeah 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 this whole pandemic thing happened on my birthday is your birthday march 17th 16th yeah oh okay like, March 17th was my last day at, at work at 4th. Wild. Yeah. I guess they just shut down, eh? Yeah, that was the day. Oh, it was a fun time. I used to yeah. be there every Thursday. It was fun. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I remember how it was... Uh, seeing you play jazz was uh, a big part of my week every week. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'd finish my finish my shifts, come downstairs, have some cocktails. You know, I couldn't play the piano when I got the gig. 
Seriously? Yeah. Josie just asked me to do it, and I was like, okay, I'm going to learn. Oh, that's unreal. And I spent two weeks learning how to play the piano, and the first gig was awful. <laughs> but by the third one, I could do it, and it was hilarious, and it was such a big, yeah. big fun time for me. Like, I was the guy that just yeah. sh- showed up. Uh, Man, I never would have ever guessed that in a million years. Yeah, I'm really, I'm, re- I'm really proud of myself. Actually, changed my yeah. whole life. Okay, that's that's such a good skill. Like I'm, I I've always wanted to like be good at piano. Like I do like keyboard stuff where I'm just like essentially being a bass player but on a keyboard. Um, but I've always wanted to be good at piano, but I've never just sat down and done it because I've never really had a reason to other than I want to. Sometimes you just need somebody to tell you to do something. and then Maybe you can... I should just, in the, as soon as everything's done, just like get somebody to book me a, a gig as a piano player and then I just do it. <laughs> That's literally how I live my life. That's so good. Lie, th- That's lie so through funny. my teeth and then realize I'm in way over my head. Man, I have so, that's like nine. That's like the genre of ninety percent of my dreams. <laughs> what? Just like showing up and just being like, I can do it. Just, just people be like, Hey, can you do this thing for me? And I'm like, Absolutely, I know exactly what I'm doing. And I just absolutely, and I get to the thing, and I have no idea. <laughs> I, uh, I used to like work construction, and also I'm like privately of just like installed like tile and stuff in people's houses because i would just say i'll just be like yeah i know how to do it and then i don't and i show up and i'm like okay google <laughs> and nothing what goes a, bad it's hilarious what a, t- what a time to live in now that you can just like pretend you know how to do something that you're getting paid to do and then you search the internet for how to do it yeah you just watch a youtube video it's like, thanks for paying me, like, 20 bucks an hour to install this tile that I watched how to do from a guy that lives in Los Angeles on YouTube. Yeah, yeah you could have done this yourself. <laughs> like, you easily could have. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done it before in my life, and I just did it. That'll be $3,000. Thank you. <laughs> Gonna record another album. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah, actually... Doing random construction jobs has, is, like, how I afford albums, even though I don't know what I'm doing. It's, That's so great. Yeah, it's a funny life. Okay. I've been enjoying it. Yeah. So, like, day to day, like, do you, you just, do you go into the coffee shop every day? I guess you just open the new coffee shop. Well, yeah, it's not, it's not even like, a, it's not even a shop, per se, right now. It's, it's an office, uh, yeah. It's like an office space with uh, a way too nice uh, coffee setup for an office. Because what we essentially did was slowly build up the thing that we're going to make into, like, our kind of pop-up coffee cart. Well, okay. Oh, we like, you're going to have, like people come in and try different beans and roasts and um, the way that, like, you prepare them. So, so yeah, in a way. So we're going to, we, we, before the big the big Code Red shutdown happened, we were doing some, like, 
pop-ups. Uh, we did one at Riley Gray for a week. They had like a whole like birthday sale thing, and we were making coffee on their in their courtyard, which was really nice. Um, just like serving drinks like a normal cafe, but just kind of putting our love and care and attention into it and serving the coffee that we wanted to serve and um so that was really fun um but we were just like we had kind of like a like secondhand shitty espresso machine (laughs) that was uh that we kind of just got it to do what we wanted it to do which was lucky (laughs) um skin of your teeth kind of thing yeah and like a cheap not like a cheap coffee grinder but like for you know cafe standards like a pretty cheap coffee grinder um and just had my ipad hooked up to our shopify to like take payments and stuff like that um and then we just kind of slowly started like as we sold more coffee beans and sold more subscriptions we bought some nicer equipment my stepdad built us like this whole countertop thing that we that it now lives in that space that we're in and we're gonna use that now to do our pop-ups kind of thing and we'll take it to wherever we want to make coffee whoever will have us come make coffee with them and we bought a new espresso machine and it's like a pretty wild time those are expensive yeah, we have, like, all of the equipment that we want to have for, like, a pretty professional coffee shop. Like, um, we're, we're, we have all the stuff that we want, and we just really want to make coffee for people again. So as soon as we can do those pop-ups again, that's the, that's the best part of it for us. Like, that's the end goal for us. Like, we want to, we love doing the like the subscription service and stuff like that. That's something that Adam and I really wanted to do when we were at four, but it just never worked out. Um, so then we got to do it ourselves and people are really into it. So it's a really nice kind of baseline of support for our business. And then it'll just like kind of complement the like pop-up shop slash we, our long-term goal is to have a permanent Well, I think you're on the right path. It's... Yeah, I mean, we have, we, like, you know, like this year radio show maybe exclusive uh, sneak peek is that we're already in kind of talks to make that happen. It's a long way down the road, but it's, uh, the, 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 the chats about that have started and we're kind of, well, the wheels are turning. The first... The first, all you need to do is just take steps. That's it. That's like, there's an expression about that, but whatever. Yeah. That's the the nice thing about having, like, government financial support through a pandemic is that we can grow this as slowly as we need to. Are we lucky in Canada? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lucky thing to be able to, to be able to divert all of our, all of our labor and stuff into this thing and not be like completely skint <laughs> <laughs> like I, I definitely don't have the money but I can pay for something 
I have a feeling that you're going to just take off and it's going to be fun. Yeah, you, I mean, you care yeah, about think, it. That's all I, I, that matters. I think we'll. I think we'll be fine. I think we'll. I think we're gonna be. We're gonna be able to do the thing that we love to do because we're doing it in a way that is sustainable and makes sense. Um, and yeah, we have a, we have a lot of support too, which is lucky and nice. Well, I mean, you're a cool guy, so cool guys always have support. <laughs> maybe that was a little too general but whatever <laughs> yeah I mean yeah we we have great great people we're surrounded by really good people so that is definitely something that helps us out a lot I've definitely noticed um, just me, even me doing this radio show um, which I started when the pandemic hit just to talk to people because yeah. I was getting lonely um Everybody in Winnipeg that I know is absolutely wonderful to me, and they don't have to be. And we have just a really great city. Yeah, I agree. It's a, it's, you know, the kind of the kind of like neighborhood, like proverbial neighborhood that uh, we're both a, a part of is a pretty pretty wonderful, pretty wonderful thing. It's really supportive. And yeah, it's helped helped me out a lot through this whole this whole thing, which could have easily been completely devastating for me, but it hasn't been because people have been so great. And there's just they're just going to be greater and greater and greater. Totally. I I really believe in humanity. Yeah, me too. I mean, I more so more so now than I probably did before, and. I'm the kind of guy, I'm generally, I've been told that the reason people, the way people think of me is I'm the guy that likes everything. <laughs> well, you're a Libra, aren't you? I'm not. Are you a Virgo? No, I'm a Taurus. Oh, even better. I just yeah. like saying shit like that for fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm glad you're a Taurus. Obviously, you like comfort things, hence coffee. Yeah, exactly. I promised a friend of mine that I would always include a um, an astro- astrology thing on on my show every episode. It's a it's a good it's another segment. Yeah. It's good. It's a, just like you'd start producing some like title cards for your different segments. I should. Yeah. It's like now it's time for the, the Kip's yeah. astrology minute. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're a Taurus. They're good people. I say that about every sign. I mean, yeah, there's, there's. Wait, isn't Ella a Taurus too? No. Ella is a Capricorn. No, what? Aquarius. Libra. Scorpio. Jesus. Libra Scorp. Scorpion Moon. Uh, no, like she, she's a cusp. She's right on the. Oh, Libra Scorp cusp. Right on the brink. Oof. Good sign. Great sign. Good sign for wow. good people. I've never gotten more of a death stare in my life than that. Well, that's my sister. <laughs> oh no, you're screwed. I'm sorry, dude. No, that's not even right. Oh, you gotta know. 
You gotta know all the signs of the people in your life. I forget the dates. I'm I'm not invested enough in this. Which is not for lack of being interested in it, because I think it's fascinating. Um, And I really, really enjoy talking about it with people that know a lot about it. Um, Well, I, I know a lot. Um, I can tell you. What's your moon sign? Um, I have it in that little poster app that I have. I could look at it right now. Well, this is fun. This segment is happening. Sponsored by CoStar. <laughs> I should add you. Do you have CoStar, Kit? No, but everyone else seems to. You should get it. Oh, we can add. Wait, you just add, it's like an app that everyone has that you can add yeah. people to, and then you know their astrological signs? Yeah, and then uh, you can, like, click on a person, and then each day you get, like, a little, or not maybe not each day, but, like, every once in a while you get, like, an updated, like, uh, thing about, like, your friendship compatibility on a certain day, just, like, like, oh, your relationship with Kip might be a little strained today, but just give him space. Oh, like that. oh, wow. That's what it yeah, is? It's pretty, it's pretty wild. So, my, I have a Taurus sun, my uh, a Cancer moon. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good sign, Cancer moon. It's yeah, and, uh, cancer uh, Pisces is, right. Cancer, your Pisces rising. Yeah. Oh, that's why sometimes you're a little flaky. Yeah, Cancer Moon is is a good thing because you're exalted with your moon in Cancer. That's the sign that rules the planet. Yeah, so I'm like. So you're like, exactly who you are. The the the, the empathetic side of me. You don't have any um, confusion with your inner self with your feelings because you have a Cancer in Moon. Yeah. Pisces rising is just like charming people pleaser yeah yeah it's great because it, it, it really does a good good job of kind of explaining all of these things on the app too like every single thing like it's like here's what it means that you're neptune in capricorn oh is your neptune in capricorn yes it is wow well that's not a not a well it means you're going to be ambitious and and good at things Anytime you have Capricorn in your signs, you win. Yeah. It's the it's the little it's the the law of astrolo- uh, astrology. If you have Capricorn in any planet, you win. <laughs> um. The the, uh, the app is telling me that today I should uh, reach out to Jeremy Haywood Smith because I wouldn't have likely have an intense emotional encounter oh is everybody on this app am i missing out uh i mean i I probably have like i have like 10 people on here (laughs) oh my god this is so much fun and i'm i'm just not doing it i don't i don't feel like that's fair yeah you should do it it's free yeah and they take my data because i'm conspiracy theorist i'm not <laughs> <laughs> oh they definitely take your data guarantee 100%. i don't even care i'm sure that since you have since i have this app i get certain ads targeted 
towards me because of my tendencies as a <laughs> as a Pisces moon. <laughs> Cap Pisces Cancer moon. moon. Pisces Cancer rising. Moon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you probably get a lot of ads for like water bottles or something. Yeah, well, <laughs> that makes sense. They can hear you. Yeah. So, actually, I have a question about, like, coffee-related things. Okay. The, you know how they have, like, ah, I forget what it's called, but, like, there's, like, the AeroPress? Mm-hmm. How do you feel about an AeroPress? I love an AeroPress. I think it's, like, one of the most accessible tools that makes extremely good coffee so okay next uh what's like a french press how about that one uh i love a french press uh i think it's uh another really accessible way for people to get into and drink really good coffee there's lots of ways that for me i'd prefer an aeropress to a french press but that's just a personal preference thing um like a French press is like a lot more full bodied and kind of like has like a if you depending on how you're brewing it, it can have a lot more of a like a texture. Texture because you're not filtering out like the oils and stuff like that. You're getting like all of the all of the coffee oils and stuff like that. Hmm. Whereas with an AeroPress you're filtering it through the paper, so it's a okay. cleaner, a little cleaner, but uh, expresses some of like the lighter notes of it a little bit better, but some coffees are like they're ma- they're definitely made to be made in a French press because they they they're meant to be big, full-bodied, bold brews, right? So. Okay, this is actually great information. So yeah. people just don't know what they're doing, and they need your help. <laughs> um, how do you feel about this? Is the doozy instant coffee? Okay, I have a lot to say about instant coffee. Um, so, there is a good amount of companies right now that are making good specialty grade uh, instant coffee these days, and I think that's the coolest shit in the world because uh, there's nothing more accessible in the world to than instant coffee. It makes me think of camping, which I love. Y- yeah. No, it's great. You can, like, there's this company out of Calgary. They're called Hasty. They're pretty new. Um, but they, like, work with really well, well-renowned Canadian roasters. And they buy a bunch of, they, the, the, the roasters, like, uh, I, I can't remember the exact process, but they get a bunch of coffee, like, roasted exactly how they would. And they send it to this company, and then they turn it into instant coffee. And it's so good. Like, I've had a couple of coffees that I have had, and I know really well, and I've had them as instant coffee, and they're, they taste the same as it would if you, like, took seven minutes to make a little pour-over or something like that, you know? Wow. It's so cool, and I think that's the best thing ever. That is the best thing ever, because yeah. mostly I just drink instant coffee, and 
it wires me way harder than regular coffee does. Yeah. So, so yeah, but that's something we're actually looking into. We're like, we have uh, a coffee that we collaborated with Rabbit Hole, our like main partner, mm-hmm. on, and it's like a blend that we created and they roast kind of thing. So we're actually talking talking about potentially offering that coffee as an instant coffee as well. Wow. And it's a little bit of a, there's a little bit of a kind of like steep entry cost for us to like make the initial investment to do that. But because we have to like commit to X amount of, you know, dollars, servings, servings of this oh, thing. Yeah. So they need to make it worthwhile for them to produce it. But we're definitely going to do it. It's just a matter of when, because I think that, Specialty instant coffee is the coolest thing in the world. <laughs> well, why wouldn't it be? Like, I mean, because yeah. the reason I consume instant coffee is because Dan broke my drip maker. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, also, it's, it's I like the sound of the tea kettle. Yeah. So. And it's just, like, it's just the fastest and easiest way to put coffee into your body. And, and if you can make that a coffee that, you know, isn't, like... Toxic. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. like, a lot of times those coffees are made with, like, the cheapest coffee you can get. And, like, the farmers that produce that coffee are getting, like, probably very severely underpaid. Pennies. Whereas, like, with a, so with a specialty coffee, like, it's better because you're still getting you're getting really good tasty coffee and you're like support uh, a company that pays the producers that are traditionally very underpaid uh they're getting paid a lot more well this is nice to hear because i like instant coffee more than because i'm always in a hurry i got a lot to do um or i'm just lazy both both of those things uh, but anyway, we're we're running out of time, so. Um, this went by, by real fast. It does every time. Everyone says that at the end of every episode. Yeah. Um, but just just shoot your your company name out here so everyone can hear it. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, I run a coffee company called Never Better Coffee. Um, you can find our nice offerings on neverbettercoffee.ca um, and we'll deliver it to your house for free. Well, perfecto. Yeah, and we'll even put it in a nice box. <laughs> everyone needs more boxes around. <laughs> yeah, everyone needs more delivery things with boxes with logos on them, right? Oh god, my house is like overpiling <laughs> with delivery right now. Yeah. I'm just yeah. too lazy to put it in the recycling bin. Yeah, no, I feel that big time. Well, that was really awesome. Yeah, you... I uh, am really glad you asked me to do this. I'm really glad that you agreed to. You have no idea how much stress and anxiety I get by asking, constantly asking people to do this show. <laughs> it's like, I have to put one out every week, but I'm just like, I don't want to... Um, 
I don't want to bother anybody. It's like a I have a weird people pleaser tendency. Well, I you know I think uh, yeah I mean the reason you do this is to hang out with people when you can't hang out with people. So I mean I think I I know I jumped at the chance because that's something I need more of in my life is just chatting with cool folks. Isn't it nice to just talk on the phone? You'd be surprised. Yeah, this is the this is the most we ever talked ever. Also, <laughs> I just I just really like enjoy that, <laughs> and I'm happy that we got to hang out and talk. And now next time I see you, I'm gonna be a lot more excited about it. Not that I wasn't before, but well, now you know we just uh, this is great. <laughs> yeah, well, we're friends. That's that's what I know. That's why I yeah. asked you. I felt safe. Okay. Um, anyway, that's it. That's the show. And, uh, thank you so much for being on it. Yeah, thanks so much, pal. Okay, say hi to Ella for me. Uh, Kip says hi. Maybe I'll ask her to be on the show next. You definitely should. She's got a lot to talk about. Oh, she's lovely. So, okay. <laughs> okay, take care, guys. Hey, see you, pal. Yeah, thanks. And that was my friend Jordan. And... This is Kip Hugh friends, and we had a good time talking about whatever we talked about. Astrology, coffee, other stuff. It was nice. Take care. Thank you, Cords.